Welcome to the Inspiration Show podcast with your host, Natalie Ledwell. If you'd like to tune into the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch all of the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv. Today on the show, Gabrielle Nosevich shares how important it is to live your own life and what is possible when you take steps to follow your own dream. So please stay tuned and enjoy. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. And today I'm here with Gabrielle Nosevich. How are you, Gabrielle? Great, excellent. Thanks for having me. And uh, as you can see, we're out on location. We are in Ojai. This is my, the first time I've actually been to Ojai, which is in... What, what is, this is not Northern California. What this is uh, Central, I think. Central, Central California. Just yeah. above LA. Gorgeous. Beautiful valley. Yeah, gorgeous. We're near Santa Barbara. And uh, we're here at an ATL meeting, which is the Association of Transformational Leaders. So I'm grabbing some of my friends while I'm here to make sure that we can get some of... Um, some of, some of our Passion Peaks videos done. Excellent. So, um, Gabriel, what I might get you to do is just start with your story. So, okay. who are you? How, you know, what is your background? Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, I was born in Argentina and yeah. a multicultural family. My father is uh, French. My mother is Argentinian. So, I was brought up uh, in a very small town in the middle of the country in Argentina uh, with a mother who spoke Spanish to me and a father who spoke French to me. And... Uh, and, and my grandparents were Russian because my father's parents were Russian. So there was Russian, French, Spanish, and it was a small rural town in Argentina. And that's where it all started. Uh, and uh, so my worldview was sort of con very complex because on the one hand, I was in a very small town in the, you know, very down south in South America, but also in a family that was multicultural that had all these uh, languages that were spoken there. And we were sort of odd. For, right. for the community. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, um, so, so that's where you grew up. So, what what was your life life's journey? Life's journey. So, my father, um, uh, you know, they, they moved from my father was born in France, Russian parents. They moved to Argentina, very poor, and he's a self-made uh, entrepreneur, very successful. And so, and I realized when I was a boy that uh, I have an older brother, uh, and that my father had decided because of you know all the effort that he put into building his business that uh he, he had plans for me that our entire lives were pretty much laid out right. that i was going to be this and that in his business and my brother was going to be that and i felt really sort of trapped because i had different plans for my life yes. <laughs> and so um i basically uh, at the age of uh, 14 started figuring out a way to get out of the pre-planned and uh, so I, uh, I won a scholarship to uh, go on a journey to live with a, a, a foreign family in the United States. Uh, so I signed up with Youth for Understanding. Uh, immediately after that, I went and won a scholarship to go study in, Sofi in Japan, in Tokyo, uh, which happened to be like, if you look at Argentina, the opposite, uh, if you go through the center of the earth, from Argentina through the center, you end up in Japan. Right. So it was the farthest I could possibly be <laughs> from the laid out plans without leaving the planet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of a culture shock in Japan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, was, it was like it's completely foreign to me in terms of the culture and everything. Yeah. So 
But I managed, uh, so one of the things I learned was that uh, I, was, I was passionate about not having someone dictate what my life would look like. I realized that was happening for me very early on. Right. Uh, I was in resistance to someone telling me how I should live or what I should do with, I was like, this is, there's only one life and I'm gonna make it mine. Yeah. And not live, you know, somebody else's. Somebody else's. So, so what is it that you do now? So now I teach people that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, um, uh, I have uh, started a company in Argentina, one in Chile, in Mexico, and I teach people and, uh, and was, did some work in Brazil and Spain, and many different parts of the world. I teach people how to fall in love with their lives and how to make their lives extraordinary right. uh, and how to really experience the fulfillment of having a life that they feel is worth living yeah. and so that they're not caught in a day-to-day -day job and uh, so that I, my, my passion is to have people madly fall in love with their lives. Yeah. And this Thanks. obviously is your passion. When did you first recognize that this was your passion? I think I began to have develop a taste for it uh, as I was overcoming the limiting beliefs. You know, the, the first one was, how am I, you know, I'm trapped here. Uh, I know they want the best for me. I know my dad loves me, my mom loves me. And, and they are planning this great life for me, but it, it isn't my life. And my first thought was, I am completely trapped in someone else's game. And uh, my first limiting belief was, was I depend on them, right. which I did as a boy. And so I was, you know, it's sort of like the story of the elephant that as a little elephant is trained to, have you heard that story? Yeah, I have. Yeah, how they have the, have it to a stump, chained to a stump, then after a while they don't have to have the stump put in because it just gets conditioned. It's conditioned that this is, so I, part of my conditioning I think was I'm always going to depend on these people because they, they have great desires for me and they want me to succeed and they, and, and they are providing. Yes. So I'm, and so the first thing I had to overcome was to think, no, 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 this is way too important. It's my life and I get to find out what matters to me. Yeah. I know what matters to my dad and my mom and my, the rest of my family. I, I know that they want me to be happy. Yeah. Uh, but I need to find out for me what it means to be happy, right. not what they think will make me happy. So when you, so you, you realize that you had a limiting belief. Yes. Um, and so, you, what step number one was to realize that you had it, to, to, to recognize what it was. Right. And then, how did you get around it? I think uh, one of the things that I, I developed a belief that I was courageous. Right. <laughs> uh, truly, because I started uh, taking risks, stepping outside of what was comfortable by saying what was on my mind. Right. And if I, it was not so easy to disagree in that environment because there was a, you know, a patriarch and a matriarch. And, and so we sort of had to go along with what was so. Yeah. And, uh, and I started taking risks. So I think one of the keys was uh, taking, and then one of the great things that I, uh, I acknowledge and appreciate about my dad was he started acknowledging and appreciating my risk taking, which fueled my uh, belief that I was a courageous person. And then it became the name of the game. What exhilarates me is to actually take risks, to step outside of my comfort zone, and to uh, act on my, you know, deep desires or my deep wants and what are, what really matters to me. Yeah. And that's how I got into. Okay, so I want to uh, learn different languages. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, get on a scholarship to 
go to Japan. I want to, and so, and I realized that even though they thought that I was act, actually going out to explore so that, that I would come back, yeah. <laughs> which never happened, <laughs> they yeah. were fully supportive yeah. of me being, because they saw it as the entrepreneurial spirit. Yes. They saw it as the spark that, you know, wants to cause something in the world. And, uh, but, all, but never gave up on the idea that you know, ultimately my whole life was planned and laid out. So yeah. go and learn what you need to learn and then come back. Because yeah. that's the thing. I mean, a lot of people uh, are now wanting to, you know, I think we've been talking about this for a while now, wanting to you know, discover what your passion is. You know, what is your purpose? What is your passion? It, what's a hint that you can give to someone who may be trying to, to figure out what their passion is? How can they identify that? Well, I'll tell you, one of the things that I'm still struggling with, which uh, and, 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 I, and I love sharing that it's still with me, but because it's always something to overcome, is this desire to be loved and accepted uh, and uh, get someone else's approval. And I realized that in order for me to find out what really mattered to me, mm -hmm. I had to start undoing this pattern of wanting to please or do what someone wanted me to do, yep. which ties into, you know, I had to confront the fact that I really wanted to be a little a good boy yeah. that 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 satisfied the needs that my parents may have had uh, in terms of having me be happy yeah. and I needed to find out for myself what happiness was mm -hmm. and I still struggle with it and I think most human beings that I even the most successful human beings that I have had the privilege of meeting are still promoting themselves in ways that sometimes I go what you don't need to do that it's it's it's, yeah. it's a done deal why are you doing that so this, this need for approval and this underlying please love me and accept me is still with me and it's still with most of us I think yes. and I think for me recognizing that at least being aware of that and see if I can put it aside so that I can really get in touch with what is my vision for my life what yeah. matters to me despite what anybody else might think is what my purpose is yeah so really it's like a reflection to look at your life and go what what really moves me what what inspires me yes. what moves me to me I got to put aside my need for approval in order to really get honest with me mm -hmm. and then pay attention to you know when, when are the moments in my life where I feel completely joyous exhilarated excited yeah. and then start to recognize what are the patterns what is present during those times and the more clues I get, the more I'm able to recreate those moments because yeah. I know what the pattern is. Yeah. And I know that my passion is to have other people be inspired about living a fulfilling life. Yeah. So I have a, I have a hypothetical question for you. Yes. Let's just say, for example, a, a genie was to appear in front of us now. Yeah. And he's granting you one wish. Yes. And that wish is to have an intimate dinner with one person of your choice, and it can be anyone from past or present. Who do you choose and why? Hmm. It could be someone who is no longer alive. That's right. I, I would probably say Jesus Christ. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. And what, why, why do you say that? Uh, the embodiment of unconditional love, mm -hmm. the, the open-heartedness, the, uh, also the deep realization, the I amness that I feel the, the, the Christianity in that sense. The, the, the ultimate uh, belief in the nature of reality as imbued with love and compassion and light and but goodness. But only as love and compassion and exactly. light, you know? Yeah. I mean, we have, I think that we experience moments of it, 
yeah. but to have a whole life of that would be yeah amazing. I had I had a moment I had a very significant moment in my life when I was about 21 when uh, it was a sudden moment of deep realization uh, and it was an you know as it came it went I, I, I later in life doing research learned to find out maybe it's called a satori or you know this instant moment but in that moment it became so clear to me uh, almost like uh, all the wisdom of the universe was available to me even if for just one second yeah. ever since then I've been going on mem on the memory that that happened <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. not being the presence that, uh, that that showed up in that in that space in that moment but that was enough to inspire my the rest of my life to want others to experience the ultimate nature of the love and the light that surrounds us. Yeah, awesome, great answer. <laughs> um, now, Gabriel, if people want to find out more about you, where can we send them? Uh, they can visit uh, my. I have a website at www.gabrielnosovich.com. It's G-A-B-R-I-E-L, and Nosovich is N-O-S. S-O-V-I-T-C-H. It's an N as in November. Right. Sometimes people confuse it as M. Right, yes. And uh, O, S, S, O, V as in victory. I, then T as in Tom, because sometimes they think D. Yep. And then C-H. Perfect. And if you actually click on the banner to the side there, you can go directly through to, to Gabrielle's site from there as well. So Great. thank you so much thank for sitting here with me today. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, guys, please share the information that was in this video fantastic video. Um, you can do that by clicking the Facebook and Twitter share buttons above. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you put your email in the box above here because we'll send you the six pre-made My Movies and we'll keep you up to date with all of the upcoming shows. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Inspiration Show podcast with Natalie Ledwell. Remember, if you'd like to check out the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch videos of all the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv.